Welcome to Grace and Shit. Here are your hosts, Ruth and Trisha. Hi, welcome to Grace and Shit. It's another episode of Ruth and I kind of getting down into our daily lives and uh, I guess grace and all the shit that goes with it. How's it going, Ruth? Fantastic. You still hanging through with this whole coronavirus thing? You know, I I am negotiating life choices and Mm -hmm. um, I should probably add exercising to my life, but really day drinking is winning. (laughs) I I need to figure out how to become a better day drinker because I really think that this would increase my my happiness quota. Mm -hmm. As it is, I don't. I don't really drink and I don't really exercise. I, I mean, I go out for a three mile walk. I do both of those things. So I, I have my Kahlua and my different flavored rums that I add to my childlike drink of hot chocolate. I don't drink coffee. And um, <laughs> I have increased my exercising though. So normally I do a, I call it a wog, a walk jog. About three times a week of about three miles. But I also, in the midst of this, I also run errands normally throughout weeks. And I go shopping and I go do stuff. And so I do get that exercise in. And since I haven't, I've tried to make sure that I'm walking on the treadmill at least three miles every day. And uh, this morning, Caleb came in and he's telling me how his legs really hurt after his exercise yesterday, because, you know, he's on track and cross country and all that stuff. And I'm like, I know I have walked three miles every day for the past three days on the treadmill. And my legs are kind of achy this morning, too. And then, of course, he reminded me that he has a nine mile run today. And um, that's like a so he's a punk. He's a total punk. Yeah, he. Yeah. Yeah. His basic purpose in life when it comes to exercise is to make me realize that I actually don't exercise. I'm like Romy and Michelle. If I could just put on yes. a cute pair of, of you know, like clunky heels and a sparkly miniskirt and just stroll on the treadmill, I, that to me should be adequate exercise and, and a diet of gummy bears and water. I mean, I could do it. I could 100% do the Romy and Michelle quarantine exercise slash diet plan. That's if what nothing else, do. I would watch that video on Facebook. Absolutely. We should do that. We should probably shouldn't promote that. It's probably not healthy. But anyway. so I, I bought a kettlebell, so that makes me healthier, right? It does. The fact that you carried it from your – you did carry it from your car into the house, right? Okay. Yes. Because I bought one of those um, – the, the weighted silicone ball things. It's like a exercise yes, ball yeah. thing. Yeah. So I bought one of those and then I forgot it in the back of my car for at least a week. Nice. So you do. So for all of our listeners, any exercise equipment you do purchase during this quarantine time, you do need to make sure it makes it into your home so that you can use it. Well, mine is sitting in front of the TV because I have this theory that if it shames me hard enough, I'll use it. Mm-hmm. So far, it's not working. I, I'm I'm saved by grace, so there's no shame. Yeah. Oops. Yeah. See, to me, it would shame me if you put it in the middle of the room and you had to walk around it or potentially stub a toe on it. 
that would be like, okay, I should get up and use this. But if it's out of the way or being used as a doorstop, I'm kind of like, no, it is serving a purpose right now. It is serving a purpose, and I don't need to do anything else to make its life worthwhile. But Oopsies. that's just me. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Speaking of living in denial, today's topic is social media. I know. When you mentioned Facebook a minute ago, I was like, ding, ding, ding. I cannot wait. I cannot wait. This is one of the things that drives me crazy. This social media, to me, is not just where the average person gets on there and acts like a complete troll to everyone, but even the people who say they're Christians get on Facebook and act like complete jackasses like our brains turn off right yes it's like they they think that they're just yelling at the tv you remember the good old days when we would wait a minute wait a minute wait a minute i still yell at the tv what yeah i know it's my favorite no you know when you would watch um like i don't know you either watch a horror movie or for people like me who don't like horror i like wheel of fortune and someone says the letter F, and you're like, no, idiot! The so-and-so already chose the letter F. God, what are you thinking? Right. Like, those, you should be able to do that in the privacy of your own home. But people have translated that to social media. Well, uh, yeah. And since we're naming the things that bug us, one of the things, uh, I'm in Orlando, and mm-hmm. a couple of years ago, we had the Pulse shootings. Do you remember the nightclub mm-hmm. where all those cute little people were, yes. were shot at? Yes. It was like shooting gay fish in a barrel. It yes. was terrible. Mm-hmm. And I was uh, a baby social media manager. And I remember thinking, okay, you know, my church, we're not supposed to go down there to pray mm-hmm. with people because mm-hmm. they've cordoned it off. But this is a, an amazing opportunity for us to be on Twitter praying. This is an amazing opportunity to do a Facebook Live where we can't reach out to you, but just join us in prayer now. And right. and I was so excited. I actually went to my church at the time and I said, hey, you know, we could be doing this. We could be doing Facebook Lives of, hey, pray with me. We could be doing, um, do we have any prayer requests? Are you afraid of active shooters? Are we? And we could be a church that is meeting people on this amazing platform. Mm -hmm. And they listened and they wrote me a very nice letter that basically said, we have decided to use social media as a bulletin board for our church. No, we're not doing any of those things. And the idea of praying online was horrifying because because we would be letting people secrets out. And I'm like, no, 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 we're adults. We know how to pray without letting everyone's secrets out. We're not wizards out to curse people. What, Mm -hmm. What in the world? Yeah. You know, that's one of the things that I love about social media. Um, I do follow some celebrities, mainly on Instagram, um, but not a lot. But I do follow a few. And that's one of the things I love about social media is Toby Mac. Um, He used to be part of that group, and now I can't think of the name of it. uh, But there were three of them. I totally Um, follow him and don't know either. Okay, yeah, I don't know why I can't think of the name of it, but Toby Mac, I follow him, and on a regular basis, he will post on social media, how can I pray for you today? And people will open up. Oh my gosh, yes. there, There are some people who will just post like, you know, a raised hand and, uh, you know, say, 
for me, please. And then there's other people that will comment on his post of all that they are going through and that they need prayer. And you will see other people with their comments where they type out a prayer. And you're like, this is amazing. This well, is truly And I started amazing. doing that on my social media page, Ruth Zeman, the author page. I started mm-hmm. that like three years ago. It's my favorite thing that happens on my page. And I offer for people to private message me. And the coolest thing is after doing it for about a year, people just randomly, I don't even have to post, can I pray for you? I get prayer requests in my inbox constantly. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. It is a fantastic way to be, at, at the time I was calling it an armchair missionary because I was stuck in bed with healing from surgery and felt like I didn't have anything better to do. So I was going to pray for people like a prayer warrior. Mm-hmm. And and now I feel stupid because it's one of the most powerful things I do in my life. And it started because I was trapped in bed. Mm-hmm. And, you but know, then, I'm going to say this, yeah. though. The fact that you are a much more vocal Christian than I am. And, you know, we'll get into that at different times throughout this podcast. Um, but you are. You are much more vocal Christian. People find out, out that loud. I'm a Christian. Um, because my story may begin with, so the other day when we were at church and then people go, oh, dang, I've known her a year and a half and I did not know this about her. It's normally not that long, but you know what I'm saying? It's like, I, this isn't something. However, the fact that you live so honestly, and I'm just going to call it that it is, it's honestly and open. And I don't think that I'm not living honestly, but it's just not something that I put out there as much. There was something that I needed prayer about uh, in my personal life recently. Um, It was about a month ago, and I remember messaging you, and I was just like, Ruth, I need prayer about this. And you called me. You were like, let's pray on the phone. And I'm like, wait, what? What What do you Okay, I don't. <laughs> I weird I, a lot of people like, out with that one. Hives, yeah, hives are call, starting. Yeah. And, and But you, we did. And I don't you want know? 10 minutes to pass. If you're going to ask for prayer, let's just fucking do it. Yeah. And I just, I thought that was, but that's just it. Is you're that person that because I know that that's who you are, I have no qualms about asking you, for prayer. And I do sometimes wish that some of my friends would be more honest, honest about that, um, with me, but I don't know, maybe it's just probably not my calling. It's just well, not my calling. And one but. of the things I've learned on social media, and this has been one of the amazing advantages of learning to pray with people on social media is not, a, there's a reluctance to come to God. There's mm-hmm. a reluctance to live our Christianity out loud. Mm-hmm. And then there's this this um we don't know how to behave on social media because we really are the first generation of grown-ups to have a foot in both worlds. Mm-hmm. Um our parents had to learn how to use cell phones. I, I kind of remember learning a cell phone, but I know my kids have grown up in this virtual world so that it's it's so seamless for them. They're not learning anything. It's just how we live. Right. Well, I mean, let's be real. Our kids learned about cell phones in the same way that they learned how to use crayons and a pencil. Yes. You know, they either learned it, whether it's preschool or watching Sesame Street or mom or dad showing them how to use it. This is something that you learned in toddlerhood. And as they got older, they... I don't know what better way to say than they reached into it. They just really 
dive in and they learn all the ins and outs of it and we're still stuck at step two like they're on step 22 and we're on tw- on two but let's I, really i really I want remember, to get into the social media oh go ahead you remember? I remember this incredibly funny joke from my mm-hmm. childhood about a wife complaining that her cup holder on her new computer wasn't working and her, this her what i mean her cup holder on her new her computer wasn't working. Holder. And you have to be a certain age to understand what I'm talking about. But it was her it was her CD-ROM drive. Oh, that's and hysterical. It was, she was using it as an actual legit cup holder. And that is kind of where I feel a lot of Christians today sit on social media. Yeah. They're trying to figure out how their cup holder works. And yeah. those of us who understand what that is are dying with, oh, my God, you're yeah. using it wrong. Yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah, and let's dive into this. Let's dive into the social media of it all. Like, what is your favorite, you've already kind of said one of your favorite parts of social media is the ability to reach out. You're a prayer warrior, you know. We're both military wives, and we have friends literally all over the world. Mm -hmm. I've of those little those little quizzes where have you lived well right. i've only not visited like six states in the entire right. us and and when you start saying well have you gone to these obscure countries like luxembourg the answer is well yeah yes. there was a pizza hut there i remember yeah. eating there <laughs> why would you eat at pizza hut in luxembourg because it why was not? everyone else was closed it was sunday yeah, yeah. Uh, and and if you've lived in Europe, you're laughing because everything is closed on Sunday. Everything right. is closed in Germany on Sunday. Right. Um, social media gave me this network of friends all over the world. And I learned how to use it by getting to see people I absolutely loved that I thought I would never see again. And suddenly everyone's faces were there and I got to see their kids grow up. And it's like... Mm-hmm. It's like getting a, a personal video newsletter update something from all your favorite people in one place. Right. Yeah. I was I, hooked immediately. I love that too. And I will say I was not hooked immediately. I remember Danny, uh, a friend of mine who was in the theater group. I don't know if you remember Danny. She was in the theater group back I in do. Germany. Um, she had taken pictures of I think the play or play practice or something there in our theater group and she had shared it with us as a group her folder but she had saved it on Facebook and I got this email and it tells me I have to make an account with this Facebook thing (laughs) yeah don't tell me what to do to see these pictures and I'm like what why can't she just send me the pictures what do you mean I have to make an account? And I thought I was just signing up for like another Shutterfly sort of thing, you know. Right. Um, and I was just like, ugh, I already have a, a photo account with Shutterfly. I don't need Facebook. But then I started realizing I was talking to other people and they're like, oh, yeah, we joined. We joined. The pictures are amazing. And then I felt like I was missing out because I didn't know what the pictures looked like. And so here we are, however many years later. Yeah, I love that connecting with people but okay so here is my one of my least favorite things about social media it's feeling left out and that same aspect where you have your friends and you have these friends that are all over the world that are showing you what's going on you see their kids growing up you see you know maybe them getting promoted um getting a new job you see a new house you see all these great things When you have a Facebook friend or a social media friend, an Instagram friend, 
and they live in the same town or even, God forbid, in your neighborhood or on the same base, and you have talked to them about wanting to do things before, oh, I love going to the movie, or I love playing Bunko, or going for yeah, bike rides, whatever it is. Yeah, and they don't make time for you. Yeah, and they're like, and oh, then yeah, that's they post their fun. board, and you're like, I freaking invited you to lunch today, right? Right. And you and you see that has totally happened. How they are, and you're like, why wasn't I invited? And it hurts. And the and other have, one, by the same side of that that coin is fake booking. You live on the same block with them and they're posting mm-hmm. these things and you literally walked and talked with them earlier that day and yeah. they told you this similar story and it was not as pretty. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, okay. That's another, that's a pet, that's just a straight up pet peeve. Uh, the people who have these adorable pictures of their kids um, in these cute little gingham matching outfits and they're all just looking precious on your white shag rug. And I know for a fact those hellions wear hand-me-downs on a regular basis. And right. they were screaming pies. naked in the front yard with, like, yes. silverware and screaming, I'm yes. going to kill you, like, 30 minutes ago. Come on. Yes. And I'm not asking for people to, like, bleed on social media. I don't need you to tell me how horrible your kids are on social media. But don't fake it. Right. Like, for real. You dressed your kids up for Easter or something happened, you know, and they looked adorable. Put, oh my God, I have an adorable moment where no one is being choked and I want to share this with everyone. Don't post on social media, my precious angels, they love to dress alike. I know that's not what's happening, Karen. Just be real. Just be real. That's, yeah, that's a pet peeve. But, you know, and then... Gosh, I don't know. There's so many things. There's so many things about social media. But well, starting with the feeling left out. So I have a really good girlfriend and I know she's going to be listening to this eventually, so I will not say her name. Yeah. Um we we talk a lot. We're we're super close. Um mm-hmm. she struggles in relationships different than how I struggle. Everyone struggles in relationships, duh. But mm-hmm. um people see me as this a wildly creative extrovert and that does get me in trouble because I do have to go home and and have my own safe times mm-hmm. and and they see her as this like um she describes it as a silent troll who no one wants to speak to and she thinks nobody wants to be her friend and that everybody thinks she's stuck up and Aww. it's just because she's quiet and she's mm-hmm. very deliberate in what she says. Right. And she's the most loyal person I know, but she feels left out like constantly. Be- mm-hmm. And the thing I hear from her is, well, I'm just, I guess they don't think I'm fun to hang out with because they never invite me to do anything. Mm-hmm. They they just assume I'm going to want to stay at home and do nothing. Right. And and I do get it because when she does post, love her to pieces. She's the one posting. We're all celiacs. We're gluten free. We're allergic to like the sun, and mm-hmm. so we we had to go outside with our umbrella. And um, I woke up early this morning to prepare all of our gluten free treats. And there's something about uh, it's beautiful that she's sharing our life with us. But her mm-hmm. life is a struggle, and it's hard to look at. Yeah. And we don't want to include her because because we are selfish bitches who do not want to be burdened that way and that's that's on us that is that is on us yeah and and we have to figure out a way to connect with those people who are being real 
So this, this is one of my things, though. This is what I've learned is when you have those friends, and I'm talking to the person, your friend, who feels like nobody wants her included. When you're that person and you feel like no one wants you included, just don't follow people. Right? Just don't follow people. Just don't follow people that live near you. And, and I tell then, her to and, invite someone else and do something else. Yeah. And then create your own environment. Um, you know, create your own environment because you may be the kind of person that just does I I am. I'm the kind of person that does better in face-to-face conversation. I do better if I'm actually talking to someone. I second guess everything I type on social media. That's not true. Really? That's not true. But normally the things that I don't second guess are the things that I find out later that people are like, oh my God, I can't believe you said that. And then it's, you know, a bunch of laughy faces. So I'm like, oh, okay. Interesting. But Anyway, um, uh, I call you out in those moments if I feel that way, so <laughs> you can know exactly where you stand. Yeah. Good news. Um, and um, I don't second guess myself, and I don't filter nearly as often as I should, so I just get in trouble. Uh-huh. Yeah. I do filter. I feel, it's like in some aspects I filter, and then other aspects I don't. And I wish I had a better balance of which should be which, because I think sometimes I overfilter myself and come across as that kind of aloof bitch. And then other times I don't have enough of a filter and I come across as crass and I don't know, unfiltered. <laughs> fun. You come across as fun. I want, I think I am, but not everyone else involved thinks I'm fun so um so i can say that okay at any given day i can go to your facebook feed and i can count on you to be who you are to have fun things there to be slightly irreverent and um if you go to my husband's uh social feed on any given day he's making fun of politics yes for the love do not engage do not engage. <laughs> okay, so here I will say this. I enga- So this is that irreverent, what did you call it, irreverent, that kind of quirkiness or whatever. I engage in a ridiculous way. I, I You like, posted on my husband's page, yes. I think it was you, about yes. calling out the dead and making a Monty Python thing. No, that was not love. me. Mine? Somebody did, and he wanted to do it. He wanted to go through the streets yelling, Bring oh, out your day. No, so I posted that on Susan's page from Germany. I posted that on Susan's page, and I'm well, sure you all are friends with it to her. my husband. Okay, that's hysterical. Yes, so I posted that on Susan's page. Um, yeah, that's hysterical. Now, I recently posted that one of, I hope you all are enjoying your trial, um, your free trial of socialism. And so <laughs> that was good. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So no, oh. I and I I don't consider things like that being a troll. I consider things like no. that just kind of having fun and maybe gently stirring the pot. It's not even like a full stir. It's like a quarter turn. It's a quarter turn. That's all but it is. But that's what friends do. If we were yeah. sitting around playing a board game, that's the kindest smack we would be talking. It's good. Yes. It's relationship building. Yes. Um, 
So those are the opportunities where we can invest in each other in fun ways. Mm-hmm. And um, and I have a girlfriend, Betsy, who is a blogger. She's starting, um, I think it's called High School ha- the, the High School Hamster Wheel. She's doing an amazing job. Mm-hmm. Um, and she is posting as a resource. So everything she posts these days is just um, – her expert advice on do you have a high schooler are you overwhelmed blah 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 blah. Mm-hmm. are you looking at college prep blah 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 everything's mm-hmm. expert based and it i love her but it's getting boring she is mm-hmm. no longer being real she's only being yeah. uh, a mouthpiece for being an expert but at the end of the day i prefer this to the fake booking and i prefer this to um oh here's one i hate um i buy from network marketers i have done network marketing Mm -hmm. but please stop posting the shamey shamey um why won't anyone buy from me don't you know you need my products all of your problems would be solved if you just purchased from me i have your gut probiotics the reason you're fat is you don't buy my products the reason your nails are are fungus created and and you're you're not putting (laughs) on my stickers i love all of you i do and i'm totally making fun of you but the there's a shamey aspect to it that is just so off-putting yeah when it's when it's exciting and fun i want to join you the minute you get shamey the minute you do those um oh so right now it's really relevant i don't want to see any more covid19 posts so brighten my day with yeah Yeah. and then somewhere at the bottom if you love jesus you'll share yeah yeah. To prove you're a Christian, share. Yeah. Oh, God. I hate yeah. those. Yeah. Anything that is the equivalent of a 2020 chain letter. Like, no, we don't We don't <laughs> no. need chain letters on Facebook. Um, don't need any of that. So with the, the, the marketing stuff, it frustrates me when people use their personal page as their marketing page. Like, create a marketing page. Create your business page. And then share your post from your business page maybe once or twice a week on your personal page. Sure. But but don't make your as personal page... As an invitation. Page, yes, as an invitation to join. Don't make your personal page your... Because I will tune that out, and then I'm going to miss when your kid lost their first tooth because I'm going to want to see that. And I'm, that is why they feel like everybody hates them because they started social media, because they inappropriately mixed their business. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm that weirdo that I enjoy seeing what you ate. If you want to take a picture of your plate of your food, show me that. I love that. You want to show a picture of like, oh, thank you. I love that. That's your, she just showed me her teacup. She, look at my new cup. This is my new, we're totally deviating. This is my new cup that I ordered. Um, this is a promo for Piper Lime. This is like an unpaid promo for Piper Lime. Um, I got a new cup. They were doing a special for coronavirus special. And it says, wash your hands. I can't see what it says. It says, wash your hands and stay away from me. (laughs) So it's one of those insulated cups uh it's great and it has like the little lid and it has a spot you could put a straw in it or drink through the lid or you could take the lid off and drink it as a cup yeah no that's that's my cup right now i love that cup my piper lime cup hey piper lime hit us up anyway um but no for real for for facebook it's like show me your kid 
show me a picture of your kid like every week. I want to see. They got their first haircut. I love that kind of stuff. I love that. They're adorable. Your kid is doing something cute or your dog or your cat. Give me those. I want all of the videos of all the dogs and all the cats acting adorable. I want to add a caveat there. Because Mm. as much as I love those videos and as much as I love a funny meme, Mm -hmm. I do want to kind of sit with people who post like 35 memes in one day and never share about themselves. Okay. And I want to say, honey, you're beautiful. And I love that you're trying to engage us, but Mm -hmm. I want you to stop hiding behind memes and tell me about you. Yeah. And, And again, we're not asking you to bleed. Now, the bleeding thing is interesting too because I have used social media in crazy ways. I, mm-hmm. w- okay, Tyler had a brain tumor and right. I did not want to call everybody and tell them. I did not want to have to explain 10 million times. Right. I posted it on Facebook and I started a blog and oh my God, that was the best. Mm-hmm. I do live my life out loud. I do not have a single secret that I'm aware of that I haven't told. Mm-hmm. If it's my secret, I've told it. Now, to be clear, I don't tell other people's secrets. They're not mine to tell. Right. Whatever. Um, and people, so that scares people too, because they're like, you have a blog and you talk about everything. I can't be your friend. You're going to talk about me. Mm-hmm. I've literally talked about people on this blog already. And you'll notice I kept your privacy. Yeah. Um, I posted when my husband had an affair on Facebook because I needed help. And it was amazing because in those moments, Facebook community, I, they sent me flowers and they brought everything into the real world. I got like five bouquets. I got cards. I got money. I got legal help. I got two friends got in their cars and just effing showed up, which is exactly what I needed. And, and in response to that, I mean, I can end that story with it's a story for another day, and my husband and I are great today. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a great thing. And still thing. married. And still married. Totally. Totally not, still married. Not like great and separate, but <laughs> No. There, there's a huge great story there for another day. But, yes. But I use social media to to bleed on. I mm-hmm. I posted that he was treating – he was acting like a worm, and, and I, I didn't hold back maybe as much as I should, but I promise I did not light anything on fire in my front yard. Mm-hmm. And the worst retaliation I did was I did dump a whole thing of ultra-fine cosmetic-grade black glitter in his uniforms. <laughs> And as an army man, he sparkled for the next four years because it never comes out. (laughs) This is one of my favorite things about you, Ruth. And this is kind of goes beyond social media is your ability to creatively bring revenge. I still tell people, I still tell people about the time in Germany where, and I don't even remember what your husband did, but he did something bad. And it was like, you are very upset with him. You're thinking right now, you're like, oh my gosh, which story is she going to tell? There's like 90 million. It it could be anything. But he had done something that had upset you to no end. And you were having like a crafting party or something at your house. And I, we'd come over and you had this beautiful, gigantic new TV in your living room. I do remember this one. And I was like, wow, look at you. And this was when the flat screen TVs were brand new. $2,300. I was like, look at you. Someone must have gotten a bonus or something. And I remember you saying, nope. He pissed me off. 
And what I decided to do was I went online and I ordered the biggest, baddest TV I could find, the most expensive TV I could find, and had it delivered to the house. And he loves TV. So he's going to be mad that I just spent all that money. But at the same time, he's not going to return it because he loves TV. And I remember thinking, I have so much to learn from you. I have so it was much better. to learn. So the man had gotten drunk with friends. So he, he was on a flight schedule and he had been stranded again in Greece. And I had been wanting to go to Greece forever. Mm-hmm. And he'd gone to the bar with his friends And he'd gotten so drunk, he said, uh, drinks are all on me. And he put them on a credit card and he maxed it out. Like five grand in freaking drinks. And then he proceeded to lose his rental car for two days. Yes. The man got drunk and partied too hard. And I was mad. And he was maxing out our credit cards. And I'm like, no, I'm going to finish it. I will take the rest of your credit card limit away. (laughs) And I knew, I knew if I bought a diamond ring, he would just march me back to the diamond store and make me return it. Mm -hmm. So I got a television, a really amazing television. And then I got a a holster that I wore Mm -hmm. around my belt and I carried the remotes because it was a fancy TV you could not turn on without the remotes. And I did not let him have them for six months. Wow. I took them to the bathroom with me. I wore them when I went out of the house. See, this was right awesome. here, you are definitely rising in the ranks of all of the people listening right now. We all know we have so much to learn from you queen icon legend Ruth right now I mean so that's really funny because yesterday my daughter and I decided to write a book together called the punish let the punishment fit the crime (laughs) creative punishments for moms stuck at home because we were listening to people and they're just grounding their kids um you're in quarantine that's not gonna help This is just not, no. and we're getting carried away, but this is how we're, we're on social media and I'm like, oh my gosh, I wish I had a, a video of that time. My little cousin got in trouble and his mom made him stand and spit on himself in the mirror for, because that was the crime. He kept spitting on his siblings. Oh. Oh. And so the mom made him stand in the mirror and spit on himself 50 times. Oh wow! And that is where I learned this genius of the punishment mm-hmm. must fit the crime. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, it's going to go viral because people are going to be laughing their asses off. But mm-hmm. this is how we should use social media. We should yeah. share life. We should come up with fun ideas and be creating a world that we we want instead of complaining yeah. about the one we have. And and lifting each other up. And and I know that I kind of put down the people who have the fake stuff, but let's let's put real stuff out there and then appreciate it. Don't just yes. appreciate Karen who has well-lit, you know, perfectly coiffed children and edited out the peanut butter stain that they got on their their gingham outfit 2 seconds before she took the picture. Like like every like like the 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 kid that like picked up the dog poop cuz he thought it was plastic. Like like that picture too. That is going to remind me of the best. So my friend took a picture of her backyard and 
it she had they had just adopted a dog and again this is this is how you do social media it was these pictures of of dog poo in the backyard and she goes adopting a dog has has consequences i didn't know because now my children think beef jerky gross in the backyard (laughs) because they had come in with handfuls of poop going look mom we found beef jerky. <laughs> it's disgusting and hysterical all at the and same time. And that is how you use Facebook. That is. Oh, my God. I will say other people are better at this than me. One of my friends, and if I use her name, I know she would lose her mind, but part of me wants to use her name just so I could bleep it. And because I said bleep it, she will know exactly who I'm talking about. She tells me all the time that I need to quit living in the moment and I need to get my effing camera ready and be ready to record because (laughs) things happen to me all the time and I am just dying laughing and I will message this friend and I'm like, oh my God, you'll never believe what just happened. And she goes, you're right. I don't. Where's the video? And I'm like, oh. Pictures or it didn't happen. It didn't. I mean, I wasn't prepared. Oh my God. Yes. The so many things. I, I was thinking about the other friend who went to get into the wrong car. And so I was live texting our mutual friend, the one who would want her name bleeped. I'm live texting her about this situation happening. And she's like, why are you not videotaping? I'm like, because I'm texting you. It's hysterical. <laughs> like, like she literally opened the door to the car right next to us and went to get in. <laughs> It was so I have funny. done that. Oh my god, I have so done <laughs> that. Everyone in our car was dying laughing at this girl. Uh, she has such a good sense of humor, though, so she'll know who so, I'm talking about and she'll laugh. But yeah, practically I, speaking, though, I, I want to just put out there: if you hate your social f- media feed, you don't have to change your profile no. to change it. You can hide people for 30 days. Mm-hmm. You can hide certain posts. Mm-hmm. You can get that negativity out, and then mm-hmm. you can. Add good things in. Um, At some point, we could even make a list for people of what I enjoy following. Um, I enjoy following an organizer called Susanna Kay Mm -hmm. um, because she hired me to run it. So Mm -hmm. I follow it because it's (laughs) all my posts. But it's in her words and her voice. And she's a Pollyanna. And so Mm -hmm. it's this encouraging and listening. And she's like, I can always tell when I let you have too much leash because it starts getting a little snarky. Oh, funny. Um, I love following people of New York because they have mm-hmm. these uplifting stories of just people. I love mm-hmm. people. Mm-hmm. I love people's faces. Um, I love the the girls that that are not skinny mm-hmm. showing us what they're eating because it's always damn good. They're not mm-hmm. they're they're frying the kale instead of yes. baking it in their air fryers. Yes, I love the skinny girls who show me that. Oh, in order to be skinny, I don't get to eat. Excellent. Right. Now I know. Yes. It, it's and it's okay because it also it opens the store to look at how we're the same. Look at how we're different. This is mm-hmm. beautiful. So it's um, funny. But you can change your feed. It's funny. You do all of that on Facebook. I do all of that on Instagram. Facebook to me is where I follow. So I have all of my friends on Facebook, but not all of them do I follow. But I love having all of them on there because I have some of those friends that we are so different. Um, I'm a conservative, and I have some friends that are super, super liberal. But I want to check on them every once in a while. I want to say, hey, I want to see what's going on, but I don't want to see every post that they that they happen to put out there. Right. And I love, and so they're not part of my feed. But I love to just check in every once in a while. Facebook. Well, and you can do that them. on 
you can do that on Instagram too. Yeah. And, and actually Twitter, because I'm on Twitter. And I'm, I'm on, on Twitter, Reddit but and Tumblr. I don't know how to use it. That's a whole nother topic one day. But Instagram is where I follow all of these other fun things, you know, like you were talking about, you know, the, the people, the influencers, you know. Yes. But you can, you can change your feed. If you want to see more of something on Facebook, be the person who puts it on Facebook. Yes. Just straight up. Be the person who puts it on Facebook. Be the person who puts it on Facebook. And let's just be nice to each other. Let's. Anyway. All right. Yeah. Don't ever take people to task. Okay. So if, if we were to come up with some rules just on the fly here. Mm-hmm. Number one, um, be the person you want to see on Facebook. Yes. Uh, number two, do not take people to task publicly ever. No. Mm-hmm. That is what private messaging is for. Yes. And if you think you need to take someone to task, consider calling or mm-hmm. showing up. Because mm-hmm. I promise you, you're kind of being an asshole and you should at least do that in person. Yeah. Because being in person also removes this invisible filter uh, that we think protects us from what we're saying. Right. Makes and us it all, think it, a little. It will, yeah. It will moderate what you say so that what you're saying is real and not just... Just straight emotion and just Right, you're not being a troll. Yeah. If you're looking a person in the eye, as you're telling them, you are more likely going to try and be thoughtful and have an actual conversation with them. And I will say that that Messenger, Facebook Messenger is your friend, people. Facebook Messenger is your friend. Message people if you like for anything. Just say hey, reach out. Another one, so rule three, if you wouldn't do it at a party, don't do it on Facebook. You don't walk into a party and say, I'm abstaining from all parties because you guys are all losers and I'm leaving parties. You don't do that. So quit posting that you're taking a break. Um, If you wouldn't do it at a person's party, don't do it on Facebook. Okay. What Um, if I am the person who would walk in and announce, no, I'm kidding. I'm just kidding. No, no. You would walk in (laughs) and you would announce, turn your cameras on, and then you'd get on the table and you sing and dance for us. Come on. You would do it at a party. I would do that at a party and I would only 90% do it on Facebook. No, you'd put it on Instagram for us. Yes, I would. That's where I would put that is Instagram. But I love the idea and I forget which professional... Uh, introduced me to the idea but he said always think of it as a party and if you're in a conversation and you want to change it so like you're at a party and you're talking with a whole bunch of guys about politics and you don't want to Mm -hmm. turn your butt around and go find a different conversation happening because at parties there's there's 15 different conversations you want to talk about kids instead wander your butt over to the moms you want to you want to talk about fashion? I promise you there's a fashion, fashionista in this room ready to talk to you about fashion. Yes. Don't complain that all you can find is politics. Mm-hmm. Change. You wander around. Find a Have different you, conversation. This is one of my favorite things. Those videos that people post where um, if Facebook were real life, it, oh my God. you know, yes. <laughs> and they go around a party and they, and they interact also, the ones where they say, you know, if people acted like cats or dogs, those also entertain. Those are fantastic end. and marvelous. So, yeah. But. And then if you have something nasty to say, mm-hmm. um, there are good ways to still post it. Yeah. But 
do not ever, ever, ever. Oh my God, I hate them so much. You know who you are. Mm-hmm. Calling people out and then being totally vague. Okay. No more vague booking your insults. If you're yeah. going to call Karen out, please get a meme, call her out. Yeah. Don't fucking be vague. Or private message her. Oh, yeah. Or do either, it in person. Either Ta-da. private message her, do it in person, or straight up, like, come on, Karen. Be real. Quit posting your kids in their freaking matching khaki pants and white shirts on the beach, Karen. <laughs> and then the last one is love one another. And and I don't mean to sound like a goody two-shoes Christian here. I just mean you haven't seen a friend in a while. They're not posting. Right. Fucking post, poke them. Send yes. them a messenger. Are you depressed? Do I need to be yes. sending you booze or a social worker? What's going on? I haven't seen you. And we I, have to stay connected. I will expand that too. The person who has a thousand plus friends and who posts something, you know, maybe once or multiple times every day and has, you know, 20, 30, 40 comments going on, all, you know, 100 plus likes. If they are your friend, message them every once in a while. Do not have your only interaction. If this is a good friend that you have, whether they live locally with you right. or someone you that used is a to crutch. live near. Don't use that as a crutch of like, well, they post three times a day and I always click like. If this is a close friend, message them. Message the one who never posts on Facebook or Instagram or any social media. And also message or call the person who posts all the time. But is really in a circle of hundreds of other people who are always on there. Check (laughs) on all of your Because it is a community. We have to check Mm -hmm. on each other. We can't let this take away from your relationship it's right. just a tool right and don't that be a said t- don't i be should a probably tool. apologize because we let like a year go between talking to each other okay and that's on me too i i really am the worst at long distance friendships um my friend sean Okay, so Sean's the one I was talking about earlier who said I would have to bleep her name. But I'm not bleeping your name, Sean. Anyway, so Sean, when she left Hawaii, she and I met in Hawaii. But we met maybe six months before we left, before she left. Those are always the best friends. She (gasps) was. Oh, my God. We had so much freaking fun. And do you know how her started out? This is hysterical. This is a a social media faux pas that we spoke about. Um, So I was Facebook friends with a mutual friend. And the three of us went to Bunko together. And one month at Bunko... Sean had mentioned that she had a paddleboard. And I was like, I own my own paddleboard. We should go sometime. And Sean and this mutual friend had told me that they go sometime. And I'm like, invite me. I would love to go. And they're like, oh, of course. Yeah, we'll invite you. Man, man, man. But anyway, they didn't. They did didn't. They? Like a week before the next month's bunko, I see these bitches post that they're out on their paddleboards. That's right. Y'all know I'm talking about you. They're out there posting. So Bunko rolls around. She gets to my table. I'm like, so, I saw you went paddleboarding and you didn't invite me. Oh, she was so embarrassed. She was like, I'm so sorry. I can't believe it. And anyway, so that turned into this amazing friendship where I said, we're not leaving Bunko. We're not leaving this house till we have a plan to go paddleboarding this week. 
And we went. We had so much like freaking fun. Like a boss. Fun. I know. I'm kind of bossy like that. I have other friends from Beale Air Force Base that I was called Miss Bossy Pants. Um, I was the Miss Bossy Pants advisor of the Enlisted Spouses Club. You need a sash to like wear to the grocery store. They did threaten me with one. I'm just going to say they did threaten me with one. So, but Sean and I created this amazing friendship over the course of like five or six months. And as she's getting ready to leave, like the days leading up to her flying off the island, and she's telling me, you know, um, I'll keep in touch with you on Facebook and I can't, you know, this and that. And I looked at her with sadness in my eyes and I said, Sean, this is goodbye. Just so you know, I'm a horrible long-distance friend. I will tell you I will keep up with you, but I won't. I'm telling you right now, I'm a big, dirty liar. I will not keep up with you, and I am so sorry about that. And she straight up goes, nope, we will be friends. And would you know that girl, like, we had about a month or two where we really didn't talk a whole lot. We kind of interacted on social media here and there, but, because she was moving. I mean, let's just be honest. But once she got into her house and she got settled, she starts messaging me. And then one day, she freaking called me. I'm like, what the hell are you doing? (gasps) Who does that? She, like, freaking called me. And so next thing you know, we talk on the phone like once or twice a week. I'm like, what the what the hell is going on? This girl won't let go. But Sean, <laughs> it took this many years. Sean um, has taught me if a friendship means something to you, then do you hang not on to it. Let it go. Because you don't live in the same town. We live in the year 2020. We have so many social media options. We do not have to wait for the weekend for cheap phone call rates for 15 cents a minute phone calls. For reals. There is no reason to not keep connected to your friends. And I'm going to stop with that because we're kind of running over time. Plus, we're getting into other topics that we're going to talk about later in the season. And we really will get into holding on to friendships later and building them. Yes. Ruth, thank you so much. I feel like this this was such a cathartic episode talking about social media. I didn't know quite where we were going to go with this, but it just went wonderfully. I think so. I think so. Well, Ruth... You have a great rest of your day. I always plan to. (laughs) And thanks for hanging out, and I will chat with you next time. Marvelous. All right. It's on. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. To be a part of the conversation or to find out more about your hosts, visit Grace and Shit on Facebook. Our theme music is District 4 by Kevin McLeod.